All right, it is now time for our favorite part of every show. It's where we turn the microphone over to you, essentially. Uh, for the listener mailbag here, Brian, I love doing this with you guys and, and hearing what you guys want to talk about and what you have to say. Before we do that, I want to say thank you once again to our wonderful partner here at Love the Star, Boomer Jacks. Uh, you know, it, it is a Monday night right here when we're recording this. I, I got to get up early on Tuesday, uh, fill in on the morning show on 105.3 The Fan, and there's nothing I'm looking forward to more on Tuesday than than getting a nap in the afternoon and then going to Boomer Jack's for those half-price bone-in wings. Wednesday, if you're a boneless wings fan, you can go Wednesday because they've got those half-price boneless wings. But honestly, Tuesday and Wednesday, I like to double them up because the wings are great whether they're bone-in or boneless. Uh, they've also got the coldest beer around, drink special starting at $3. Whatever type of atmosphere you're looking for, Boomer Jacks has he set up with wall-to-wall TVs, live music. Uh, the TV setup is fantastic there. they got 17 DFW locations. You can find yours by going to boomerjacks.com. That's boomerjacks.com. Brian, uh, first question here from outside the star. How prepared will the Cowboys be coming off a of bye week entering a game where the opponent is seemingly just trying to get off the mat? Does this feel like a trap game? Uh, you're gonna see a team that's, you know, they're yeah, they're fighting to uh they're fighting for respectability now. And they've got a guy who is a you know, who is not playing his his best. Uh, I'm sure he'll admit that. I'm sure he's very frustrated by the situation. Uh, there's injuries are starting to mount. I, I told you earlier, I worry a lot about this game. I really, really do. I don't think this is going to be an easy game. I wouldn't be surprised if the Dallas lost this game. And, you know, trap game, you know, what are you, trap game for what, Minnesota the next week? No, I mean, I I, I, I like the chances much better against the 7-1 and one Minnesota team than I do this team just because of the quarterback, you know, just because of this guy. And he, he has a great history of playing against you. And then he was asked about that the other day. And he basically said, it's a different year, different season, different teams. You could sense the frustration in his voice uh, that it's not going well. I was really worried that they were going to beat the lions to get to four and five. And then the Cowboy game was going to mean something now that Minnesota has a four game lead in that division. You know, it's it's getting kind of tough and you know, their Green Bay's, you know, struggled really badly. But yeah, this is uh if Green if Dallas is not ready to play, this is this will be a this will be a struggle for them in this game. This will be a struggle. Question here from Jake. He says, I have to ask you guys how the locker room would be impacted by getting a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. I know he played wide receiver too well in L.A., but how would Lamb react? Gallup, Brown, this team's chemistry is incredible. Could this be a factor in the front office being reluctant to make a splash move? I don't think that – here's my thought on Odell Beckham. Odell Beckham earlier in his career was a – and still is, but especially earlier in his career, was a very emotional player. And, and that was probably one of his bigger weaknesses is you used to be able to kind of take him out of games. You could get him into his head and he would become his own worst enemy. You, you know, you couldn't cover him at all on the football field, but if you could, you could get between those ears of his and, 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 and play on his emotions a little bit, he'd take himself out of the game sometimes. And so I think that he's grown from that. He's not nearly prone to those sorts of swings. But I don't think what you ever heard was that he was like a bad teammate or somebody that teammates didn't like or, or, or that was a bad chemistry fit. It was more just his own issues with, with staying locked in when he was a younger player. We're talking about 2014, 2015, 2016, not so much in recent history. Brian, I don't know what you think about that or, or, or how that reflects the conversations you've had with people that I know you have contacts with at LSU who know him very well. 
but I, I don't think he's a I don't think there's a chemistry concern with Odell Beckham. The guy just wants to win. That's all he's ever cared about is winning. And people take that the wrong way. They take it as being selfish and all. You're right about he gets emotionally involved. Uh, it bothers him not to have success. If you if you have a problem with Odell Beckham as a teammate, then that's probably going to be on you because he is one of those guys that now him, Jarvis Landry, they tried to point out the problems with Baker Mayfield. You know, they're telling you, like, were they right? They're absolutely yeah. right. So, you know, that's to me, I don't see a chemistry issue at all. I, I honestly give me as many guys that want to win as badly as he does, and I'll find a way to win. He, he, he was he was part of a Super Bowl parade last year. Everybody thought he was a bad guy, this bad guy, that. All he did was go out there and bust his ass for the Rams, and they rewarded him. You know, I mean, he rewarded them with a Super Bowl by the way he played. I, I give me give me these guys, give me every one of these guys that wants to win. Question here from Robert Kraft. That's Kraft with a C, not a K. This is not the uh, Patriots owner Brian. This is one of our loyal listeners. Uh, Robert asks, when can we expect to see James Washington? Uh, they are talking about getting the practice window open this week. Um, so that would start a, a 21-day window. So uh, you, you would pass no more than, what, three games, three more games. So we're looking at getting him back. Um, after the Giants, maybe? Because after, the yeah. Giants, I'd say that after that, because you don't have to play the thing. You don't have to play a Thursday game after the Thanksgiving Day game. which Right, I, yeah. So, so la- you, yeah. You, you basically get him for the last six games of the year. Yeah. You get through the Giants game. And then he's back. I think that's a reasonable expectation. I don't think they're in a big hurry to get him ready, to be honest with you. I don't either, but they are going to start the practice window. So they've got to sure. make some sort of a, a, sure. an addition sometime in the next three weeks if they do that. Sure. Uh, question from one of our uh, loyal ones, Dean Julia. It's supposed to be cold in Green Bay on Sunday. Not anything crazy, but in the 30s. I know you and I were just talking about that during the break. Beautiful uh, day. Figure out how freezing it was going to be for me out there. Uh, how do you think this offense will perform in the quote-unquote elements? Historically, Dak Prescott has struggled in cold-weather games. I know that became sort of a talking point last year, and some people tried to downplay it. But if you just look at the data, if it's under 50 degrees, he's not been great, typically. Now, now he played really well in what I think was uh, qualified as one of his cold-weather performances last year at the end of the year against Philadelphia. Played really well when they put up 51 points against largely second-teamers. But, yeah, I, I think this is probably another game that we'll see if Ezekiel Elliott's fully ready, ready to come back. But... This is probably a game where you're leaning on the running game a little bit just because, you know, it can be difficult to throw the ball in cold weather for them. The cold won't be the problem. The wind will be, though. Yeah, it's supposed to be 13, 14-mile-per-hour winds. Yeah, if you get get like gusty winds, that's the problem. That stadium has uh, changed a lot over the years because they've added luxury boxes to it. It used to be just a bowl and then basically some – the you know, there were some boxes. They've really – they've enclosed the whole thing. It used to be kind of open – so the wind would kind of whip around that place. But now that it's an enclosed, it's uh, it's not as bad. You just have to be – you just have to kind of be mindful of the grass because it's a very, very slippery field because what happens is that uh, overnight they, they have this ability to have these pipes and stuff under the field that they can regulate the temperature of the, of the grass and, you know, keep it – so you have to worry about it being soft at times in spots. Uh, that could be a problem. And then as the, as the sun goes down, which is a 325 game, 
it'll be completely down. So it'll almost be dark when they start playing this game. Uh, so that will be a problem because then that field turns into uh, – it gets very slippery, the grass, the sheen. You can see it on the field. I know teams have come in there and had problems with that before. But with uh, your ground game will travel. Uh, we'll see what the Packers – what kind of run defense they have. The fact that you're able to kind of get your tight ends involved in the passing game, and I think is a really good thing. And I think you have to take advantage of the weather conditions when you're going, say, the direction with the wind or against the wind and be very mindful of that. Mike McCarthy's experience in that stadium, I think, will absolutely help you in what you need to do. Last question here from Gordon Martinez. I think this is the best question of the day, Brian. Best way to recover from the flu? That's crazy because, man, <laughs> I'll try it. Seriously, uh, right now I'm like, as we're talking here, I'm just sweating profusely, believe it or not. Uh, I'm slamming orange juice. I found that like this this NyQuil, DayQuil, the severe, oh. the severe, I, I've, that's, I, that, ibuprofen. I mean, I'm trying, I'm trying everything. It, it's finally, I was terrible on Saturday. I couldn't have done this show on Saturday, but today I feel good. I feel like I'll be ready tomorrow, but yeah, it's uh, just a lot of laying around and a lot of taking medicine every six hours and just hope it, uh, hope it gets, uh, gets out of you. Well, we're glad you're feeling better. Uh, we will have two more podcasts for you guys this week. Dive a little bit more into the film on these, uh, on, on these Packers and uh, get into that a little bit. Uh, for Brian Broaddus, I'm Bobby Belt. We will talk to you guys again later this week.